Welcome everyone to Gabby with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with a Babish. Binging with a Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew A. makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 233. Bye, bye. 233, a number that doesn't have any significance. How are you, James? (laughs) None at all. I'm pretty good, Johnny. I can't complain. It's a Monday night. A little tired, but whatever. We soldier on forward. How are you, bud? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, Yeah, you know, also can't complain. I could, but I wouldn't, and I don't want to. Do you want to introduce our guest? This Uh, is perfect. I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. It's Cliff Floyd week. I said it would be last week, and now it's here. 233 career home runs. Also, career batting average of Brandon Inge. There we go. That's what we. That's what right. all the real heads were waiting for. Brandon, Brandon Inge, Inge, baby. T- former Detroit Tigers quote-unquote great competed in uh, the 2006 All-Star Game home run contest. Came in with a big fat goose egg. Ooh, Hit that's a real tough. home runs. There is... I, uh, there's a level of that, like, that is such a specific thing. Like, I think I would rather never be a professional baseball player than become one and get to that level and then fail at that level. What so was his miserable. salary? What What was his salary? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let me get that information. I'd rather, I'd rather die a noble poor, John. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he still made enough money that you could feel okay about that. Brandon Inge. Well, at one point he signed a one year, $1.25 million contract. with the Dude, Pittsburgh that's Pirates. nothing. That's only like 1.1 million more dollars <laughs> than right. I make in a year. It's like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All told for his career, he made over $40,000 or $40 million. $40,000. <laughs> 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 that man had the worst agent in the history of baseball. <laughs> we can go lower. Every year, every year on Bobby Bonilla Day, he has to pay money back to Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah, they That's actually where Bobby yeah, the Mets, getting all his money. <laughs> yeah, the Mets fund their Bobby Bonilla <laughs> contract by just taking Brandon Inch's money. <laughs> uh, sorry, f- over forty million dollars for Brandon Inch. I don't know, but he never hit a home run in the home run derby. So yeah, right. no. So he's lived a worthless life. He's a fool. Yeah. A Where will better it, than him? Will it yes. be the first line in his obituary? It would be if I was the editor of oh, that newspaper. Thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Zero career home run derby hitter. Brandon Inge passed away this past Sunday. Notable failure is dead. <laughs> That's all it would say. <laughs> obituary editor. Feels like it could be a new thing for me of the thing that I should do least in this world. The thing that I <laughs> what would was get previously in. also really quickly. Uh, thanks for having me, boys, Johnny. Oh, what's, thank you for being here. <laughs> what What's the thing that uh, you currently think you absolutely should not do the most? Circus performer. <laughs> because of the smell, I can't juggle. <laughs> It's the only thing you have to do to be in the circus. Yeah, but you're so good at trapeze, John. Yeah, I know, but you got to do both. You can't waste that gift. I've seen you fight a lion with a chair before. Yeah, what do you? I mean, come on! You can't let a little thing like juggle. I look at Brandon Inch. He couldn't hit an arm run for Dick, and he still made forty million in the MLB. 
<laughs> I did. Um, well, I, there there were two different work events I went to semi recently. I may have told this already. One of them not that long ago was not a bad icebreaker. They said, "What's one thing you want to learn?" And I said, "Juggling." Everyone else had like a different programming language <laughs> or something. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but then I went to one, this was like a year ago now, but it was an icebreaker and it was such a big event and they didn't want to rock the boat too much. So the icebreaker was name one thing you like. And everyone just went around and said like sports or biking. It was like the dumbest. I said, uh, old enough, uh, the Japanese game show on Netflix where they send out a toddler to go run an errand. Boy, did it, was it, boy, was it met with a poor reception. <laughs> Maybe it's because the title sounds like a bad thing that someone would say about a, a, a yeah. teenage person they want to have sex with. Yeah, that's immediately where my brain also went, Joe, and I yeah. think that's why we don't work where John, John works. Yeah, it's a good uh, point. It's a very wholesome television program. Uh, it's <laughs> a small little Japanese child runs an errand by themselves with a camera following them. And it's adorable. Kanye West writes a rap about how he do, he could maybe have sex with them in a song that's with right. Cuddy in common. Maybe that's right. Maybe yep. that's something that happens. I think it's definitely something that happens. Thank you for being here, boys. Good to we be here. We had a weekend. We did. We had a, a, an historic weekend for the boys. We did. It was lovely. Truly. Uh, as we teased last week on the podcast, we went to New Haven, Connecticut, and well, we ate at well, three different... Well, back it up. Before that, we went to a baseball game. Oh, yeah. We did go to a baseball game. Yeah. We earned ourselves a whole week. A whole we damn went, week. We went to a baseball game. Sorry. We went to a fireworks display and a baseball game broke out. That's very true. <laughs> there was... we were in Coney Island watching our beloved Cyclones play. <laughs> Bottom of the sixth inning. Fireworks start in the middle. You know when you go to a baseball game and fireworks start in the middle of the sixth inning? <laughs> and they proceeded until the end of the seventh, which was 20 whole minutes. It was crazy. It was Truly a mind, yeah, a mind-melting experience of just... It felt like I, that is now. I've been to three Cyclones games in my life. Two of them have felt like acid trips because <laughs> one was in one was in pure fog, and it was Jedi. Uh, it was it was Jedi night, and they had a mock Jedi battle on the on the field in the fog. And then this was this time, and it was just just the most insane thing in the middle of an active baseball game. It was it was. I think because normally there's that there's that comedy trope where something is like funny and then not funny and then funny and then not funny and then funny again this was not funny for maybe three to five minutes and then was the funniest thing that ever happened for 10 straight minutes yes. I, I, I laughed so hard <laughs> it just kept going and then it was aided by the fact that we went and looked up first everyone was like this is this has to have been a mistake right we couldn't figure out why the fireworks were happening it felt it felt very much like somebody got the wrong signal and just set it off at the let wrong all, time and was like go. you said go no i said no go and then hits and then hits the Damn. button and you said isn't july 4th going to be crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then but then, so we're trying to figure out what the reason was then we're trying to figure out how much it cost and then we were like how long are fireworks you listener how long do you think fireworks are get this if you look it up, it says that fireworks shows tend to last 10 to 20 minutes. Uh, the, the very next sentence is, it will feel like longer. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did it. Which it is, sure did. Which is an incredible forward follow-up. If you had asked me at minute 17 how long those had been going on, I would have answered my entire life. <laughs> I truly, it, it felt like I had never known life prior to those fireworks. Yeah, there, there was no pre or post moment for that part of us. We found out that it was the 120-year anniversary of Luna Park, the Coney Island, you know, 
roller coasters and stuff. So it did make sense afterwards, but it was wild to happen in the middle of a baseball game. I don't know. <laughs> 120 years? Eh. You know? Like yes. 50. Save it, yeah, save it for 150. 125, 150. Sure. Yeah. 120? You're giving us 20 minutes of fight? Come on. What? Do you Just think Babbage came card. out for the 120 year anniversary, or do we have to wait for that for us? Um, that kind of made sense. <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> here's what I'll say I'll say for our 250th episode, we do let's just let's just release an episode that's an hour's worth of audio fireworks, fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of, of fireworks definitely the sound <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> that's most of my spotify um what and we we took down a bunch of uh glizzies at the game it was great ate a lot of hot dogs peanuts uh, can't forget the peanuts god i love treating the world around me as if it's a dumpster and just throwing peanut shells wherever I so choose. Yeah, especially really if you're if so, at someone sitting downwind of you and immediately. <laughs> yeah, next to you. Uh, Joe, I do apologize about that. The wind was an unfortunate direction and speed, so that you did you caught some secondhand shells on that one. Yeah, I was shelled. <laughs> How many hot dogs do you think you could eat? If I am I, told I need a time hand? frame. Uh, twelve minutes. Like okay. it's like it's the Fourth of July Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I think I probably got a dozen in me. No, I was yeah, I was gonna say like seven or eight. If I know yeah. that it's gonna happen, and and I know maybe that there's some money on the line, I can give you a good dozen. I think I could do more if you gave me like, I mean I know that's like, but like, I think I could extend it to a disgusting amount if I had like an hour. If I was able to oh, just kind of like... Oh, I guess the 12 like, minutes does, does put a damper on it. Because I think I would actually be able... Like, if I'm able to, like, enjoy them, I'm going to keep going. Here's something. Are you... <laughs> Are you watching me? Because <laughs> my number I... will get higher if no one's watching. <laughs> that's that's a crucial point, is are you watching me, A? And then B, in this scenario, because I'm going to flip it back to you, Johnny, are you dressing them in any way, or are you just going in plain? No, this is, I mean, I'm dipping them in water. I'm doing the thing. You're doing the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. And I think speed actually helps me here because I throw up afterwards for sure. Yeah. But I think I could do 15 just based on speed. But if it was an hour, I think I'd actually be able to do less. Yeah. Because I think I would get so full and then I would just throw up. Uh, I I would definitely. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm I'm saying I think if I did, I think if I took one bite of a wet bun, I would vomit and do my number. My number would be half. See, I would blend up the buns into a shake beforehand. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, most of most of your twelve minutes is spent putting together a blender, just (laughs) unboxing and finding a plug. Does anyone have a plug? I need a plug. It's a Vitamix. It's it's really powerful. It needs to be a good outlet. Um, I do think, just thinking back, like thinking through the 12 minutes now, 12 is probably not in the cards. I was thinking just, hey, eat as many hot dogs as you can in a sitting. Um, also, because if I try to chew too fast, I will start to choke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I yeah, have to I get... chew. I, I get stuff stuck in my esophagus when I'm just casually eating. Right. All the I, time, and like trying. If I if I tried to up that speed, it would it would end disastrously. I would a million percent turn into the Carver Reputation hot dog vacuum sketch from I think you should leave. Where yeah, I just have hot dogs stuck all the way in my mouth. <laughs> um. So let's move on now to 
two days later, after Hot Dog Palooza, we took a little day trip to New Haven, Connecticut. And we arrived at 10.30 a.m. and started eating pizza and <laughs> didn't finish eating pizza until 9 p.m. Yes. <laughs> we went to the, the weirdly hastily cut pizza capital of the world. Yeah, yeah, if you've never been to New Haven and had their pizza, they cut them like they're blind, and I don't understand. And why. that's supposed to be part of the charm. I said, "Hey, your pie looks like a like like an insane person. It, it's the most schizophrenic cut I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen." Hey, remember how everyone in the world eats their pizza? We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do it that way here. Not us. Why? Because fuck you. It's Connecticut. That's why. Yeah, Connecticut had to have some sort of attitude and personality, and they took it out on the pizzas. It, it's truly bizarre, and I do. And I, I we discussed this. I think it takes away from the overall flavor <laughs> because yeah. there, you, there's, there's pieces that are just crust and like the hint of cheese, and you're like, what is this? It affects my interpretation. But yeah, it, why is this what you do? It still, nonetheless, was a delicious day. It truly was it was fantastic. Uh, truly fantastic pizza i've been doing a lot of thinking about it. so we went to three different places we went to modern uh pepe's and sally's which are like the big three of new haven so yeah. i feel great about the fact that i think we did uh what we were supposed to do in terms of like the main places if we were to go back there's more places i'd want to go but i feel great about what we did one yeah, thing i definitely I, would want to do if we went back is get a um is get a proper order from frank pepe's which yeah I, screwed I think, up. yeah i think i think we were shortchanged on frank pepe's one because of who ordered, two because I do think I think our plan was a little ambitious. Yeah, I, I will. I think in the in the cold light of day. Well, first of all, I also think we need to point out we didn't just go to Modern Pizza. We kicked the door in at ten thirty in the morning. They open at ten thirty. We were there at ten thirty on the dot. Yeah, waving it, the fofo. They, they were surprised to see us. It was not ten thirty one when we walked in. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was. Uh, no, it was. We got out of the car at 10.29, and we leisurely made our way to the door. I yeah. think we were done eating pizza at by... I think we were back in the car by It like was before 10, 11. 50, yeah, like 10.56 or yeah. something <laughs> like that. We got the two like base pies that they had prepared for, for anyone to walk in the door. It was great. They And, and credit to them, they cut their pizza regular. Like, they like did smart, cut it like regular, which I do think is why you liked it the best. I, I, again, I say I, it definitely helped add to the... Like, this is what pizza is. They wound Don't up having my, up. my favorite cheese slice, um, but every everything that we have taken home from the day is gone from the fridge thus far. Johnny, oh, yeah. you had di- rankings that differed from ours. Yeah, I liked Sally's the best, and then Modern second, and Pepe's third. I think if we had done... Well, first of all, I'm glad what we did... So, uh, the way that we did it, Sally's suffered... Or, sorry, uh, Pepe's suffered the most because we didn't do that one completely fresh. We got that, and then it sat in the car for a little bit. So, it did... I think it suffered a little bit, and then we didn't have our control pie. We got a, a plain cheese everywhere else, but as we said, Joe uh, is a guest of this podcast and can't order a pizza because of it. I walked, uh, up, to, I walked up to the lady. Here's the, here's the thing. So, Johnny and, Johnny and James... They're in line for Sally's. We were, we were right? holding down the. What, what did we wait? We waited like an hour, right, for Sally's? Oh, I don't think that. Probably a good 45? 30, 45 minutes. It was. Well, no, because jo- Joe, you put in the order after we oh, waited in Sally's, and then the, the, sal- the so, yeah. order of took to over 45 minutes. Yeah. So you guys are holding it down in Sally's. I go and get the two pies from Frank Peppy's. Takes a good 45 minutes. When I, While I am ordering. I ask for uh, a clam pie and a white pie, and I'm on the phone with Johnny, who corrects me, and I think that I correct what I say to the lady taking my order and say, 
a, a plain mozzarella cheese and a white clam or pie. What we what what emerges from the box is dough with cheese on it. <laughs> yeah, which is is mostly your fault, but also yeah. it's ninety percent your fault, but also ten percent the fact that New Haven has again be because they're weird for no reason. You have to specify that mozzarella cheese is a topping there. If you ask right. for I, again, normally if you ask for plain, you'll just get tomato sauce and thing. But you ask for plain cheese, which for, for some fucked up math in their head, they said, oh, that means no tomato sauce. Right, That's what people like. People like pizza with nothing. So so we got cheese bread that sat in a car from Fang Peppies, which is why it's third place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in my memory. So I'm glad that we, we prioritized Sally's, which I'm glad about because it was the only one I hadn't been to. So yeah. thank you for uh And we yeah. also got two, we got two really good pies from Sally's. They were yeah. really good. It was great. I think it was my favorite because there was something about modern to me that had like a little bit of a... It was still extraordinary. It was still great. But it yeah. had a little bit of a... Uh, like CC's pizza. I, vibe I yeah, I was it. gonna say it had the vibe of it was it was like upscale Pizza Hut, both in yeah. the. But I think that I think a lot of that had to do with the room itself because yes. it was because I think Johnny and you know what I think if you give modern pizza seventy five, it's modern a pizza. They put sorry, a name modern there for no a reason. Pizza. Another another thing that a Connecticut beats. pizza does for no fucking reason. I think if you give modern a pizza uh, seventy five years to just fall apart and be a dilapidated <laughs> mess, uh, it will look just like Sally's. Yeah. <laughs> Other highlighted Sally's is that we saw a professional golfer there. We did Sahith Tagala, the official golfer of yeah. uh, the pod. Sahith, thank come, you for come listening. Come on the pod, you coward! You fucking coward! Yeah, yeah. and and better luck at the next travelers. <laughs> I think that um. Uh, you said this when we had it, and I had, I had it with my leftovers. I agreed. I think that I, you don't love a sauce as much Correct. as I do. And the sauce from Sally's was very pronounced but delicious. Yes. And it, was it was so crispy that I really yeah. like that aspect too. So I think it was. I think it's up there. It's definitely in my top ten favorite pizzas I've ever the clo- had. The 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 Sally's plain sauce slice with a little garlic and it was, was great. It, bas- yeah, I will say that was the biggest surprise for for sure. Because because again, for me, I don't like a lot of sauce. I love a lot of cheese. But they had we ordered a plain pie there, which which was just tomato sauce and crust, and that was really good because their yeah. sauce is it really good. Great. And if you're gonna, that's the always the thing that gets overlooked and is under and is just not that good on most pizza. But it was really really good there. Yeah, it was fine. But yeah, and yeah, again, Sally's was fantastic. I loved it. It just wasn't my favorite style of pizza. Right. And again, they cut it. As you said, like a blind lunatic who has no <laughs> idea what the hell's going on. Uh, all, all told, a hell of a pizza Sunday, Friday edition. It mm-hmm. was great. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. Truly. Yes. Um, should we talk about Despicable Me Too? Sure. Uh, what a vibe shift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never seen a Despicable movie. The first Neither have I. I uh, haven't seen anything else in the series, but I remember enjoying the first Despicable Me. Yeah, the uh, only... I did not think that it called for the wave of content that is that is, you know, succeeded it. All I hope from these movies is that Steve Carell got a piece of the merchandising. He because I'm sure he yeah. did. I'm sure he if did. If he got a piece of the merchandising, he might be as rich as Bill Gates right now. And because... J- 
Jermaine Clement, because he voices he and uh, I think like Ben Schwartz or someone do all the the little minions, so they should get some money too. Ooh, that's a good one. Minions, Rise of Gru. Um, uh, there's yeah, a lot I, of these movies. Yeah, there's there's too many to count right now. I believe I believe it's an it's an infinite number. Um, the only thing I remember from them is from the first one that in the trailer when the little girl gets the stuffed animal and she just goes, it's so fluffy. That's the only thing that's like still yeah. buried. It's like buried in my brain. It's an adorable thing. It's three yeah. little girls with um, the names of women from the 1920s and, uh, and a weirdly Russian Steve Carell. It's a, it's a good time. It's a silly thing. This one, I don't know. I haven't seen Despicable Me too. It, it, based on what I've seen so far, it's a movie about a man who wears a hat made of tortilla. <laughs> yeah. This was a, a very this was a fun episode. It's a very specific type of Babish episode where it's a, more about construction. This almost had like a Great British Bake Off like yeah. type vibe to it, which was it was like the construction of a thing. It's yeah, it's about the engineering rather than like the taste or the you know reference to the movie or whatever. It was it's a it's a it's a measuring contest literally. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he makes a sombrero out of a tortilla. And then fries it, and then puts guacamole in it, and then eats it off of his head. It's a fun time. It was a fun time. I, I thought it was a little weird that he made the guacamole after the tortilla hat. I feel like the tortilla hat was the big thing that you tuned in to see, and he just kind of blew his load and, and did it. I wonder if, because you know guacamole could brown within seconds of creation. You're prob- yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. That probably is the, yeah. the point there. I just want to backtrack a touch. So the clip that we watched from Despicable Me, two there, uh, there is Despicable Me two. My apologies. Uh, there's a Flo Rida song playing, like in in the background at the restaurant, which means that Flo Rida exists in the Despicable Me universe, and I think that's nice. Just something fun. That is fun. Yeah. Back to you guys. Well. Um... <laughs> I think that well, yeah. So the guac that he made at the end, it might have not been perfect from a like storytelling perspective, but it definitely made sense from like an order of operation. Sure, like, have that right. thing ready You're to right. go, and then put the guac in at the end. You're right. Uh, he does a classic move that we've all done before, which is he starts making the guac, and it's a bowl that's too small. Joey called it well before it happened. Immediate. Everyone listening, if you have a bowl at home, buy a bigger bowl. You, <laughs> you, you can't bowl. ever have too big of a bowl. It's like Qui Gon Jin said in Phantom Menace: "There's always a bigger bowl." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As he said in the Phantom Menace: "Hey, boy, you're a very good actor, and you're going to carry this franchise." Yep, <laughs> it, is, it definitely fives. definitely isn't going to ruin you, Jake Lloyd. He said Jake Lloyd. They left that in. That felt like yeah, a, yeah. a sign that the movie might not live up to the hype. <laughs> Anakin, no, 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 we're going to call you Jake from now on. Yep, <laughs> Jacob. Jake Lloyd, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Sorry, he listens. He's my cousin. Uh, speaking of having a, a big enough bowl, so Babish does a weird thing here, which is that he treats it like a peeking duck, and he heats up the oil and then pours it over top because he didn't have a big enough vessel, which leads to the point of get a bigger bowl. Yeah. Speaking, hey, speaking of despicable, am yeah. I right? Come on, you are defrauding your viewers if you ask me despicable have, bwb2 you know yeah, what i mean i'm i'm sorry babish are you not standing in a multi-million dollar kitchen you couldn't afford to rent a deep fryer from a from a restaurant you, or something you bought an industrial meat slicer a freeze dryer like right <laughs> yeah buy a big bowl you could also go buy you could go buy 
a stainless steel baby bathtub and, and can, then use it as a deep fryer. You're friends with dozens of restaurant tours in this city. Bring your little camcorder, all right, and stroll on down to one of their restaurants. I know someone's got a deep fryer big enough for that. Yeah. What are you doing? If this episode was going to have a guest star, it should have been someone with a deep fryer and not what's his fucking name from the end of this thing. Yeah. Joshua Weissman makes an appearance, and boy, did we all hate it. Ooh, big thumbs down. <laughs> not a fan. Not Get a fan of the collabs. My screen. <laughs> uh, he made guac in a very traditional style. He uh, used parsley instead of cilantro, though, so that he would be able to eat it because of his genetic disposition. That yep. must be a real bummer. I agree. <laughs> Eh, it's fine. I'm not a huge fan of cilantro. Oh. Honestly, you can take or leave cilantro. No, but like the, that he's a prisoner of, in his own kitchen, he has to like put on a little charade because yeah. he knows he'll get destroyed in comments by people who are just... Hey, how uh, come you won't eat it? How come you won't eat it? Hey, man. Hey, right. man. Like, no, see, what he, what he should do is triple down on it and alienate all his viewers <laughs> because yeah, he no, won't. Because he simply heavy. won't. Simply will not. Yeah. It's important uh, to always be at war with your fans, mm-hmm. which is why everyone listening here needs to fight me at some point <laughs> in the streets, preferably for money. That will be the highest Patreon level. Is <laughs> yeah, if you, you pay us, if you pay us ten thousand dollars, you get to fight Joe. Yeah, and I'm gonna wear like old timey boxing gloves and an old timey uh, a shirt and uh, <laughs> way huge shorts and old boots. Um, have a big curly mustache, be bald, but you have to fight me. Is the point. <laughs> uh, the last time I made guac, I did what J. Kenji Lopez Alt told me to do uh, and bashed up the onions and cilantro and jalapenos beforehand in a mortar and pestle because I don't have a mocha hete. Uh, and then use bash them up because apparently that gets the flavor in there much better because of the way it destroys cell walls than if you just cut it. Interesting. Uh, and then put it into the avocados. And I did it, and it was great. I really didn't think I'd be able to tell that much of a difference, and it really tasted like a lot better. So I think it's what I'm going to be doing with my guacamole going forward. I think I want to try that, because we do have a Pocahontas. I couldn't even say <laughs> <laughs> Joey, well yeah. done. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, well, if you well. take the onions, jalapeno, cilantro, and just bash it like crazy beforehand, yeah. and then put everything else into it and like mix it all up, I like that. Uh, yeah, according I, to I, I feel according like to the, our father. <laughs> sorry, I feel like um, the making of guacamole speaks to the same part of you that enjoys spatchcocking a chicken. Oh yeah, I got to beat a bunch of vegetables. Destruction. Yeah, yeah. it's sort it's sort of vaguely sexual and mostly violent. Right, the bones of an avocado much easier to find than the bones of a chicken, but still, <laughs> I just take s- out that one round. There bone. is something. There is something satisfying about the slicing an avocado. You know, yeah, yeah. it really is. Um, I will say, I never time. feel more like a badass than when you're holding that pit with one hand. You take that knife and you just smack it right there, and then you pull it out. Ooh, yeah. baby! And then, you, and then you look behind the avocado, and your hands bleeding because you're supposed to. Ah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, this looked delicious. I don't know if I needed that. I get that you have to do the part where you put it on your head to eat it. I think we can just eat it. We can admire that it's a hat. Oh, yeah, I like I liked that he had it on the head right Fun up until day. he called that other guy. And then yeah. I was out. And then I was out on all of it. But I will say in his defense briefly, if I made, uh, if I made a, a guacamole hat, I would... FaceTime both of you immediately while yeah. wearing it and eating from it. <laughs> of course right, you yeah, would. Yeah. Yeah. I'd wanted to show it to someone, like, for example, um, an audience of multiple millions of people. <laughs> right. That's fair. Yeah. 
and not necessarily just a, a another YouTube cooker. Yeah, <laughs> a YouTube cooker. YouTube cooker. What am I for? I want to be a cooko someday <laughs> on the YouTube. <laughs> good episode. Yeah. Yeah. Any other, any other thoughts? Do I have any other thoughts? Oh, just the I, the inclusion of lard in tortilla is always funny to me. I don't know why. Oh it's yeah, funny. puts lard into it. Cubed lard. lard. What's Lord got to do? Anyway, got would to you guys do like to it. correspond with a coward? Sure would. Yeah. It's our old pal Tucker again. Tucker! <laughs> Did you call him fucker? No, I said Tucker. You said fucker, dude. I didn't I say it. fucker. How <laughs> dare you? Uh, Tucker, Tucker for about- make it $100 and I'll let you fight Joe. <laughs> Ooh, I'll give $100 too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, he's going to do I'm, it. Yeah. I, I missed the purpose of it's, it. Yeah, yeah. It's not a Patreon level. It's just giving me money, and I will <laughs> okay. arrange that you get to fight Joe. No, guys. <laughs> um, it's way cheaper. Tucker writes, cooking crimes. He says, hey, guys, thanks again for your New York City Rex. I'll definitely let you know how everything goes unless the babish ball devolution is complete by then. I wondered if you have realized that your parents had been cooking anything uh, improperly in your childhood as you've learned more about cooking yourself. Personally, I had to teach my parents uh, to cook us medium rare instead of well done steak. Uh, and I'm still in the process of convincing them to finish cooking our pasta in whatever sauce is being served. Apple is my ecosystem, Tucker. Two great, like a great question, sorry, a very important thing to talk about. Do you guys have anything off the bat that like you, you um... call your parents cooking improperly? I, no, it's. I, mo- I mostly just gave them notes about how they raised me wrong. <laughs> Imagine you go to therapy, like all of your things are about how your mom wasn't a good cook. Just about like not salting <laughs> pasta water. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I, I am very lucky in that my mom is was a pretty good cook. I will say that I do think that is super common. The yeah. um, the overcooked steaks. Um, my parents definitely do that to some extent. I don't know if they ever did. Well done. I did, like I said last week, I, I had to bully my dad off of uh, off of the grill on Father's Day because of the way he was planning on cooking steaks, which would have resulted in them becoming sure. well done. Um, I think it was less, and I, I'd understand, I, I fully understand this more, but I think it was less that my mom cooked things wrong. It was more that she just cooked a lot of the same thing for very right. specific, like, which yeah. again, the older you get, you're like, yeah, I'm just, I'm cooking this because I know how to cook it. But there, it's it's one of my favorite meals. She does these grilled vegetables and grilled chicken with this uh, Uncle Ben's wild rice. It's so good. Um, and one time, I didn't realize that I didn't like think about how much she made it. But then one time, she was like, yeah, we're gonna have this. And my sister looked at me and rolled her eyes, and she just under her breath goes, I fucking hate that meal. And it's just which is because we've had it, we've just had it hundreds of times in our life. It's just it's just hundreds and hundreds yeah. and hundreds. And you, you 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 know what why? It's cause someone's tired or fed up or whatever. Yeah, you she's get just it now. she's just done with it. That's oh, yeah. all it was. I mean, uh, I think that we had that too, in the sense that if my mom found a meal that both me and my two older brothers all liked, we were doing that at least once a week. Yeah, yeah, it's an impossible task. Right. Cooking. I think her goals were very different than how I approach cooking, which also, is like a fun little task uh, because I have no uh, stress in my life. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do want to clarify: 
We were not children when this happened. My sister was like 25 and I was oh, 21. So. <laughs> that makes it so much better. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny to, I actually know, it is very funny to imagine like a 10 year old girl being like, this fucking shit again. Fucking shit. <laughs> this bitch doesn't know how to fucking, fucking cook. Fucking damn it, dude. Meatloaf? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Joe, Joe, did you? My mom would always order similarly like burgers or whatever, medium well. And then the first time I had anything like medium rare, I was like, oh, well, yeah, this should be the way. But like, I think that was also, I don't know if it's still the case that kids aren't supposed to eat rarer meats, but like, I think it was just like, a, hey, kids probably should eat things that have all the potential for disease cooked out of it. So, yeah, same, probably. Yeah. The same, same way you don't feed children steak tartare or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going to, as a parent, I'm sure if, if you're going to, if there's a chance to lower your percentage of your kid getting sick and throwing up, you're going to take that. Yeah. Million <laughs> like, God forbid your kid. Is like, um, Dad, the, the, my palate isn't really enjoyed. It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up and eat your crispy burger, you idiot. I'm not gonna take you to the hospital. <laughs> uh, I will say my the other thing is like, my mom was always, um, she's she's called herself like a reluctant cook. She just did a lot of things that were out of necessity. And so one thing that I've enjoyed while being an adult is going home and cooking for my family, like especially oh, with nice. Amanda. Yeah, like, that is very sweet. Usually we build in two or three meals of us cooking whenever we go home just because it's like, A, both my parents still fall into the same, like, hey, we're eating the same, you know, 10 different things that we've eaten our whole lives. And I'm like, hey, maybe you could try adding this spice and then you have a new meal or, you know, whatever <laughs> thing to like. I'm about to blow your fucking mind with some turmeric, baby. <laughs> yeah. What if you put the cornbread on top of the chili? And that was, and that was a huge success. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, the, 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 Tucker, another thing you're going to realize uh, as you get older is, uh, you know, your, your parents are doing what they can for the most part. And uh, eventually you're going to have to parent them. And that's going to be scary. So get ready for that. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be about a lot more than just, hey, what do you want to eat? You know, it's, uh, hey, how come we are the way we are? <laughs> anyway, uh, go to therapy, everybody. <laughs> If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Give us those five star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we're at Gab with Batman Twitter, Gab with Batman on Instagram. If you want to send us emails with your parent nightmares, we would like to hear that. I'm always curious. Um, cooking wise, I mean, you can elaborate on your regular parent nightmares if you want, but cooking night ones are the ones we're more interested in. Uh, send those to Gabbing with Babish at gmail. Big week for 234 um, next week. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, everybody.